I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking our program here called The Mariner's Call. And this old Mariner excited about being able to be with you by means of radio. God bless you just for being there. Our thought at this particular time is going to come from the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5, verse 1, 2, and 3. And we find some verses here that would certainly fit this mariner as far as his past is concerned. We have Jesus there by the shores of the Sea of Galilee. Hey, I hope we're catching you just right. As far as our time is concerned, our time is varied. Sometimes we're heard early in the morning, middle of the day, late in the afternoon, late at night, uh, before daylight, as far as the morning is concerned. So whenever this is, I hope it's catching you just right. Thank you for just being there. The book of Luke, Luke chapter 5. Hey, by the way, if you ever like to correspond with us, you can find us. We're as close as that keyboard. I just said F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. F-O-M-M, part of that www, that World Wide Web. FOMM.org. Uh, our website's under construction uh, almost continually, and uh, but you can sort of uh, jump around from place to place, find some things that you uh, have some questions about. Leave us a message, if you will. Luke chapter five, verse one and verse two. We'll read. We'll read first. Luke chapter five, verse one and verse two. And it came to pass that. As the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. Uh, that would be, uh, thinking about uh, relating to this, I was in this particular area not too, well, not too long ago, and uh, sort of uh, relating to what's going on here, I cannot imagine what it would have been like to be able to, well, go down by the shores of the Sea of Galilee to sit there uh, there on that beach side and to listen to this teacher that people say came from God to listen to this one that we know now because we we know who he is we have his word this was very deity I mean very God in flesh and as far as the words proceeding out of his mouth my how wonderful that would have been just to be able to listen uh, not whether his voice was strong or weak or not necessarily uh, as far as uh, thinking about the way he he looked, but just listening to these words, these words that had life in them. And the people are pressing upon him to hear the word of God. Please, would you teach? It says, and he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. All right, we have a pair of brothers here. Of course, if we compare this to the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, they pulled their boats to the beach. These are fishermen. These are commercial fishermen that fished all night long. Uh, they take the fish. They take it to the market. Uh, funds are exchanged. This is how they make their living. This is how they take care of their family. 
and says they the boats were to the beach and it says they were washing their nets in other words uh oh quit they were quitting as far as fishing is concerned no more no more fishing they're quitting they're washing their nets and because of verse 3 that we'll read in just a little bit it seems as if the savior when he comes on the scene he says something like he says something like this don't wash your nets just yet well 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 why <laughs> well this is what we do this is our manner of life uh, we're washing our nets because we're tired and we're wore out and it's time to go home. We fished all night long. Don't wash your net just yet. Why? And uh, then we'll find the reason why. And of course, all something good is fixing to happen. So what well, it sort of makes a little parallel, some practical, spiritual, inspirational application here. All right. Why did he tell them not to wash their net yet? All right. Because they were fixing to quit. In other words, he was telling them, don't quit. Don't, don't, don't quit your fishing. Why? It's over with. It's daytime. Don't quit your fishing. All right. Why? All right. Uh, we could basically say that Simon Peter and them knew what fishing was all about. Jesus basically knew as far as teaching. And uh, Simon's going to have to take and now succumb to the fact that somebody else knows more about this fishing than, than he does. Don't wash your nets just yet. So the inspirational part is this. Now, what about your life? All right. Simon Peter is just, he's fixing to quit. He's fixing to quit his fishing. She just said, don't, 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 don't do that yet. All right. Now, what about me? All right. When it comes to basically we think about Christian people, and I know the majority of the people that listen to our programs, I know they profess some type of faith in Christ, but you know, Satan is always at us, uh, with just trying to throw in the towel. I, because I've been in the ministry so many years, I've seen so many situations where people just got, they just got tired. They just toiled all night and they just didn't catch nothing. And it was just time to go home. And they just quit. And sometimes, though, you know what I found? Sometimes if we'll just push on a little further. I know it's hard to live for God. I've seen times where people just experience sorrow. And the sorrow just so wore them out. They just pull the dock, oh, pull the boat to the dock, or pull the boat to the beach. And they just stopped. Oh, don't wash your nets just yet. Something, something's right around the corner. I've seen people that had sickness. Oh, as far as sickness is concerned, it's just sort of the devil just dangled it in front of them. The devil just allowed thing, or God allowed some things. The devil just sort of tore their life apart as far as sickness is concerned, and it just, it just caused them to stop. You know, don't wash your nets just yet. I know we get tired. I know there's sorrow. I know there's sickness. Something is happening to me right now that I never thought would have ever happened. Are you listening? You said, what is it? It's old age. My friend, it has crept up on me. You know what a lot of people do as far as old age is concerned? We could think about just comparing it to the fishing industry. They just tired more out. Time to pull the boat to the beach. Time to get out of the boat, wash the nets, go home, and that's it. And it's over with. No, 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 don't wash your net just yet. There is something that God wants to do. Many times, even in old age, God wants to reveal himself to you to show you what he, what he can do. So uh, what, do you, what, do, what do you say? 
Oh, as far as the Bible is concerned, oh, don't wash your net just yet. Don't close the Bible up. Are you listening? Don't close it up and refuse to read it anymore. You know, it's kind of like Simon Peter. All right. As far as your life is concerned, fished all night, toiled all night, boat to the beach, wash the net, go home, go to bed and go to sleep and forget about it. As far as my life is concerned, don't you let Satan do that to you. Don't wash your net just yet. The Bible is full of places where the net is used and could make a sort of a sermon just out of the mention, you know, where nets are mentioned, Ezekiel chapter 26. In fact, we've preached upon this one. Talks about the spreading of the nets. Oh, I do a prophecy concerning the future. Is Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 12. It talks about an evil net. Habakkuk chapter 1 talks about an empty net. In the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, it talks about how the, these men were mending their nets and how they left their net. Mark chapter 4, it talks about them casting a net. In uh, John chapter 21, it talks about them dragging a net. Here in our chapter here, Luke chapter 5, it says in verse 2, they were washing their nets. Verse 4, it says they let down the net. And Luke chapter 5 and verse 6, it talks about they their net broke. So a lot of good things there. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad the Bible mentions the net. And here, evidently, the Lord comes to the scene of a situation. He understands what has happened in the life of these men as far as they didn't catch a thing. And it says in verse three, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and told the people out of the ship. What's he trying to do? Don't wash your net just yet. Let, 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 let me use the vessel. Let, let me use the boat, you know, and he used Simon Peter's boat for a pulpit. Did Simon Agree to do that? Must have had. Must have because it says, yes, and he taught the people out of the ship. Don't wash your net just yet. Let, let me let me take the boat. Let me have your boat, you know. And he used the boat for a pulpit. Pushed a little bit away from the beach there. And there's probably hundreds of people that's there sitting on the uh, the sand on the seashore there. And they're listening to the Savior speak. And then. All right, don't wash your net just yet. Why? Because of what the Savior is going to do for these men. Verse four, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And you know what took place? Verse six, now there was hesitant. Think about uh, Simon Peter was hesitant to do so, but he said, nevertheless, I will. And then in verse six, it said when they had done Thus done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. See, don't wash your nets yet. Why? Because I'm going to reveal myself to you. I'm going to use you. I'm going to reward you. I have seen many a situation where a person took, and maybe either right at the end of life or maybe at the middle of life, what took place was they just, they just quit on God. Are you listening? He just quit. Kind of like Simon Peter, boat to the beach, you know. Let's quit. Let's go home, you know. It's time to do that anyway. It just seems like it's right to do that. Just just quit, my friend. Oh, no. Don't wash your net just yet. You said, why? Oh, because Jesus took and revealed himself to Simon. What did these men need? 
They needed to find God, did they not? They needed to find this one that they had heard about. They needed this one to reveal himself to them and to show them the miraculous. Don't wash your nets just yet. I've experienced that myself physically, whereby as a commercial fisherman, whether it be the Gulf of Mexico, whether it be the bays of coastal Alabama here, and uh, I've seen situations where we just went, we were looking for fish and seafood products, and we went uh, all the way down this side of the bay, the north, south, east, west, out in the middle, out close to the beach, uh, and look, and look, and there was nothing. And we just, uh, as far as uh, toiling all night, yes, nothing there. But then right before daylight, or right before sundown, because we just kept moving forward, there were the fish. And you know what? Oh, we got nets full of fish because we just didn't quit. Don't wash your nets just yet. He told this to Simon Peter because, oh, God's wanting to bless him. God wants to do something for you. God wants to reveal himself to you. God wants to show you that he can do a miraculous work even with your life. Uh, the Savior, he wants to reveal himself to you so that he might save your soul, sir that you might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and he shed his blood for your sins so that your sins might be covered and forgiven. Don't you stop yet. Don't let, uh, don't wash your nets just yet. What are you saying, Brother Juan? Don't quit. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.